Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. We're glad you're with us today. Just another beautiful Florida sunny day, isn't it out there? Hey. Wow. Well, you know, when it's like this, I look out in the morning, I think there's not going to be anybody here today. So those are, are here today, and I thank you for showing up. I kind of wonder if I would have been here. But anyway, so, um, you know, sometimes when I, I, I have a message, you know, I'll drive away from here and think, did I, did I bring it down to where it's, it, it, it applies? And so we're going to look at the second aspect of, of when it comes to making a, a decision as a believer that's life-changing and how that we can, we know that the Lord is there, but, and we have to do what we need to do as a Christian, but the Bible tells us to bring it down in that everyday life that we have to live by faith. And that's what we're going to look at today in uh, Acts chapter 16, and we're going to look at verse 25. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Jesus, that your word, even though sometimes there is not an answer, Lord, we're just so thankful we can always see you in the midst of everything that goes on. Quiet our hearts. Lord, whether someone is tuned in right now for the service or whether someone here today that they've heard life-changing news, whatever it might be, I just ask you, Jesus, that you would so speak to their hearts in such a way that as we live by faith, we understand what that takes, and it's not complicated. And, Lord, we'll have that joy every day that you want us to have. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to look at Acts chapter, Acts chapter 16 and verse 25 in just a minute. But do you ever, do you ever you're, out in, you're out driving, and there's, there's a traffic jam, okay? And as there's a traffic jam, that like you, you're there, and you're, and you're almost like the place where you're completely stopped. And someone is trying to, to come into the traffic, okay? So, in other words, there's a person over here. They're trying to cut into traffic, and it's up to you whether or not you want to let that person in, right? Okay? So, you're there. You're, in the, you're, you're behind the wheel, and that person is over here, and they're getting ready to go flow into the traffic. And so, you stop, and you let them in. Okay? And as you let them in, they can, you, always, you always look for that little like, hey, thank you, know, like, hey, just thank you. It just takes a second, right? How do you feel when they don't do that, you know? You're like, hey, I just let you in here. All it just takes is a second. Like, hey, hey, that's th thanks. I appreciate that. And it just, I don't know if you're like me, but it's just like, hey, come on, you know? You're just going to just say thanks, you know? And, um, and I thought about that, you know, as I was preparing for the message. How must the Lord feel? If I can say it in that way, how, what is the Lord thinking when all these things that he does for us every day and we don't thank him? In just a second, Lord, thank you. And, and how that must please, pleases the Lord's heart. Well, in any situation, we're going to look at how 
is life comes at us hard sometimes, how that in that decision-making mode that you have to make. You know, isn't it, isn't it just a crazy world that we're living in? I mean, how many, every time we turn on the news, <clears throat> there's another eight or nine cars that have pulled up in front of a, a real expensive store and just smash and grab, they call it, going and taking everything out of the store. And it's just like, who would have thought even 10 years ago? And it's just unbelievable what we're living in. Life everywhere is coming from, whether it's crime or all the different things you had to deal with and and now some of you are taking a deep breath because Thanksgiving's over with and this person doesn't get along here and they don't get along there and then you're just so glad that it's over. And I'm like, what, what are we living in? What's, what's happening? Well, one of the things that are happening is life is happening so fast, we need to be able to know how can we make these decisions that come at us in this life. Well, in Acts chapter 16, life has hit Paul and Silas very hard. Isn't it, isn't it uh, difficult for all of us when you know you're trying to do the right thing and, and then all of a sudden something happens? I mean, the Bible tells us that God wants us to be able to take whatever adversity it is and be able to thank him. Now, how does that happen? Well, let's see and give this as an example in Acts chapter 16 and verse 25. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Let me give you a little background. What, what, what were they doing? They were just sharing the gospel. And then the time that they were living in as they were sharing the gospel, the world that they lived in didn't like that. And to sum up, they took them, they beat them, and they threw them in prison. And the Bible says that God's word, that they began to sing and praise the Lord, beaten, bloodied, in a dark prison, and they're praising the Lord. Now, here's what I want you to get today. You say, Dallas, you mean, do I have to thank the Lord? I mean, I just heard some bad health news of what's happened to me, or, or, or I might lose my job. Oh, Lord, thank you that I'm going to lose my job. Isn't it? I mean, no, no, that's not how it works. That's not how the Lord works. They weren't, they, they weren't there praising the Lord. Thank you that we've just been beaten and thrown in a dark, dungeon, oh, messed up jail. You know, what is going on? God wants us to do this. Here's the key, when we live by faith, God wants us to not for what has happened, but in that situation. In other words, in the situation, can you and I, no matter what happens, can we praise the Lord <clears throat> that he's not left us, he's not forsaken us, he's got a future, he's got a hope, and we look to him, and as we look to him, he calms us to know no matter what has happened, he's still in control. That's what we want to see here. What we want to see is this is an example for you and I, no matter what comes our way, that, that no, it's, just, it's, it's unnatural to thank the Lord for, oh, thank you, Lord. I, thank you, Lord, I just got cancer. I'm just so thankful that I've got cancer. No, that's not it. We want to thank the Lord in the situation, in it, that, Lord, I know that you're right here with me. And that's what Paul and Silas were setting the example as we've read it a couple thousand years later. For us today, that in the midst of adversity, they took time 
to give thanks to Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior. You know what that is to, to our life, what we face every day? I have no idea what you're going to face this week. I don't know what I'm going to face, but I know God tells us that if we take life's decisions and we thank him for who he is, we see him in the midst of it, we know he's in control, he's got this, we don't have it figured out, we don't know how this is going to come together, but we know Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Lord, thank you. I'm not like someone else that they don't know what's going to happen. I know that I can look to heaven as my home. I know no matter what the situation is. Now, here it is. It's a catalyst for a breakthrough. What Paul and Silas, what happened in the middle of the night, the prisoners were listening, and all of a sudden, there was an earthquake, and all the chains fell off. Now, were they still in the prison? Absolutely. The difference was the chains fell off. The difference is the burden that you and I face when we thank the Lord, when you and I are facing any type of adversity in this life and we thank him, the chains fall off. God does that. They didn't do that. God did that. And God will do something in your life if you are willing to say, Lord, I know that you're in control. And you just keep thanking him and thanking him and thanking him. And all of a sudden, something's going to happen that you're going to have a breakthrough. Well, what else happens? As they, as they saw and had a breakthrough, we're going to tie in, in in a minute what happened to them towards the end of that story. But look at Ephesians chapter 1 and verses 17 through 20. Well, when we're thanking him, how do we see what the next thing that we're supposed to live by faith, the just shall live by faith, how do, we, how do we grasp on how we're supposed to take that situation? If we thank the Lord in it, we don't figure it out. What does he tell us? Well, in Ephesians chapter 1, we, I try and look at this verse probably two or three times every year at City Church. In Ephesians 1, 17 through 20. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation to the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Let me read the first part of that again. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. You know, uh, I was in the back just kind of going over everything and, and uh Nikki and Adam were in the back. They're helping out today. Uh, Jim and Lisa are taking uh, their daughter Dallas back to, to New York to school. And, uh, and their grandson was back there. And their little grandson was back there. And, uh, I see Brittany back there, the mom. But anyway, so, so, you know, he's just, he can't wait for his papa to get there. You know, he can't wait. And he's looking all over, you know, where he's at. Where, well, I came, I came around the corner and I thought, you know, and he looked at me because he thought his papa was coming around the corner, but I showed up. And when I showed up, he was like, oh, really? <laughs> it was like, it was like, I just thought, well, okay, you made my day, right? Well, he was like, why? His little eyes knows that, that this guy that, that, that he sees 
is just going to do everything for him and spoil him from any way imaginable. And I'm not him. Do you know when we try and figure it out and we look to every, uh, everything imaginable to fix our situation, it's not going to work. We need to keep our eyes knowing that Jesus is right there. When we see him, there's a connection that takes place there. And you can't get any other way. How's that happen? Well, we know the catalyst is we thank him. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, faith, here it is. We live by faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So maybe if you're here today and a little down, a little discouraged, I can guarantee you that you will be encouraged by opening up this word which is real and living. God tells us that the eyes of your heart and understanding you're going to see that situation that you're in that you don't know why that it happened, and maybe it's been going on for a while. When you see Jesus in it, and how do you see Jesus in it? That you open his word up, and he will give to you, every one of us here, every one of us listening, the hundreds that are listening right now, everybody that goes, we all go through different things. And God, as, as our heavenly father, Jesus sees that, we connect with him, and he has the exact verse that you need for today and for tomorrow, and on and on and on. Let me continue what it says, what God's word says. And what is the exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. The picture that we have today is that when we read his word, we can sit down, know that he's in control, and know no matter what you hear in your situation, God's got it handled. To know that if you're willing to live by faith, thank you, Lord, I don't get this, I don't understand, but Lord, I'm going to trust you. And Lord, as I trust you, I'm going to open your word up. And as I continue to walk in whatever decisions that I have to make, I stay in your word. And the eyes of the understanding of my heart are going to be able to see in a completely different way because I see you in the midst of this situation. Let's look at one more verse today. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom, why does it say receiving? We'll get at that in a minute. Receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly Fear. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, as a believer, as we read his word, as you experience life's challenge, as we go through this life, he's there to tell us, you know what? Tomorrow's challenges are going to be different than today. And as they are, as we continue to receive 
and in pouring into our spirit of what we need at this stage of our life, we didn't need three years ago, but we need it now. So we receive something different that maybe we didn't, we didn't need three years ago, but we need now. God's saying what? That you and I have something that's so important. It's this. Read it again. Therefore, since we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. We've all gotten the phone call. We've all heard the news about whatever it is in our life or someone close to us that's hurting. It's happened. Something's happened to them. Initially, it shakes us. Initially, you're not sure what's going to happen. But then you step over on the foundation who is Jesus Christ, our solid rock, and we see it in a total different way. Because when we stand on his foundation, we're part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. That's how we live as a believer. How does someone live in this world that doesn't know Jesus Christ is their Savior? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let me close with this. Before I do that passage, the Bible tells us of Paul and Silas. It says, the chains were first broken. They fell off. Why they were praising God. They were still in the prison. But the burden, the load, the heaviness was not there anymore. And ended in a great way. It's the person, the jailer that was there over them, became a Christian, became a believer because of their testimony, and they were released from prison. Now, as we look to our situation, know that God is going to fix it. Now, I don't know how. Now, when I say that, you and I have a way that we're looking at it that we have in here that we think God is going to do it. He doesn't come through in that way. We're disappointed. You know, God, as we say here at City Church all the time, doesn't have a watch, doesn't have a clock. And he just looks at our life with the aspect of eternity in mind. And to know that this life is so rapidly flying by that he's taken whatever it is in your life and he's going to use it for his glory that other people will come to know Jesus as their Savior and they will find heaven as their home forever and ever. It is true without a doubt, God's word says, our life is a vapor. You know, I had the opportunity to be a part of a memorial service Friday for uh, Bobby Eckert, who was very well known in this area, and his memorial service couldn't really do what uh, the family would have liked seen done because of COVID and everything that took place a year and a half ago. And so uh, Bobby was a great coach, a great athlete, and uh, many, many years at Manchester High School. 
So they had the memorial service just this Friday and just a huge amount of people. There was over 400 people that were there. And it was just a great testimony of those that shared about Bobby's life and, and that what he meant to all of them. But I thought two things. First of all, it was in a gymnasium, which was like his second home. But then also, we all can go back, many of us, to high school. And most of you that are here today, whether you've been out five years or some of you have been out 50 years, it's like this, isn't it? It's like, what? And you say to yourself, I can't believe I've been out of high school 10 years. And you have that feeling, you go back to your old high school or whatever it might be, that as you walk in, <clears throat> everything floods in. It's like, man, it's like I was here. I thought that was always going to last, and now I'm here. What happened? Our life is a vapor. I'm here to share with you today, our life is a vapor. But as the testimonies and everything that was talked about about Bobby's life the theme that kept going back over and over how he, as a believer, poured his life into other people. And I close with this of what his daughter wrote in a beautiful memorial notice in the paper about her dad, that he had an unwavering faith Bobby had an unwavering faith in God's plan. He never questioned his cancer. He never wondered why. He was just there for another day so his light could be bright to bring other people into heaven. And he's there now. And he awaits us and their family and friends and those of you that have been touched by someone else in the same situation that's in heaven, don't get bitter. Don't get angry. If you can be like this one in such an amazing testimony, unwavering faith in God's plan. And to know that one day that if we're willing to live by faith, and go to the Lord and thank him for another day in this life. And go to the Lord and go to his word that directs our path. His word is a light to our path. And to know that these, everyone that we come in contact with is to share Jesus. Because a day with the Lord is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is a day. Heaven is forever and ever and ever. And know that God wants to take whatever it is in your life and use it for his glory. And one day, Jesus tells us in the very last book of the Bible, as we stand firm on his foundation, that he will wipe away every tear from our eye. There will be no more sickness. There will be no more death. There'll be no more heartache. And we will be with Jesus forever and ever and ever. Let's pray.
Will you be willing to take what has happened in your life right now and to live by that faith? Say, Lord, I don't understand all this, but I'm going to trust you. And I'm going to open the word up that you've given me and to know, to know without a doubt that you have a plan and you've given me a future and a hope. And to know as your word guides me in this life that I'm standing strong no matter what happens to me. I'm standing strong on your foundation. And even though I might be rocked some when I hear whatever news it might, might be, this life. But no, Lord, just help me to see you. And I know that you're with me. And never leave me or forsake me. And this life is so quickly over. And when we see Jesus someday, be worth it all. Father, we come to you. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Lord, in the midst of whatever anyone is dealing with in this life, to know if we see you. Lord, the difference that it makes, the connection that we have to know that you love us, you'll never leave us or forsake us. Father, you have a plan. Even in this life, you tell us that we will inherit the things, the joy, the peace. Lord, we thank you that through you that there is hope. Father, if there's someone here today or even watching right now, may they know that they can pray, Jesus, forgive me as a sinner. I believe that you are God's son and that you came into this world to die on a cross for me. And you shed your perfect blood so I could have eternal life in heaven. Lord, forgive me as a, as a sinner. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior, Jesus. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today. Lord, if there's someone even in the midst of this church that we're meeting here right now, someone doesn't know you, may they friend bring a friend or family member walk with them in the midst of whatever they're facing, and they can have that same hope. Jesus. We ask it in your name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
if you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.